What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. <laughs> this is not the damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. So 242. 242. Yes. Yay. Okay. Nice little um, extended weekend for most of, y- most of y'all. Happy MLK weekend. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Happy so, birthday to you. When did yeah, I'm all? I'm going to remember that coming out. <laughs> when did it shift from um the, to, to Stevie Wonder from the um the holiday holics? I remember that growing up. The um one with the rappers and the same that one is like the holiday holiday. I don't know if you remember that one. I don't remember that one. <laughs> so you see me looking like. That was the song in the 80s and early 90s, and now it's um it switched back to Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Uh made the uh, Stevie Wonder when the MLK Martin Luther King, happy birthday to you. It was always that to be happy birthday. Yeah. While to it was the other one, the holiday, holiday one. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if I hear it, I probably will know if I hear it. Yeah, if I hear it, I probably would. I'm just more Copyright strikes, I'm definitely not playing. Oh, yeah, we don't need that. Yeah, we don't need that. I'm not trying to hang out with the fresh and fit guys. Let's <laughs> 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 um want to get the sad news out of the way first. Uh, it's um quite a few. I had a yeah. personal one first before we go into the national stories. Um yeah. homegirl Mayha, she um lost her father. Oh rest in peace. Um and she posted hashtag 93rd Street Legend, which he is. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, her father, who don't know who anybody who grew up over east. <laughs> over east, yeah. You grew up well, over 90, east. 93rd in Chappelle, like right there. Like that was dad owned that story. Yeah. yeah, which is a block off of Jeffrey. Yeah. For people who don't know. If you don't know over east, it's a block off of Jeffrey off of 93rd. And hashtag yeah, 93rd Street Legend. So, so I reached out to my sister Meha. She's um because we lost Aww. our father years ago, so um we know mm-hmm. what she's going through. So I'm just keeping an eye on. So rest in peace, um Meha's pops, and I'm looking out for her and her sister Marlene. So Meha and Marlene, yeah, I'll stay strong, my sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. had to put that out there. Mm-hmm. I remember going to her pop store back in the day because yeah, we used to go after school. I would get my um like two blocks in there. I remember school yeah, like. The remember the blue raspberry uh blow pops because those was popular where I was a kid. The blue raspberry blow pops, well, and I, I would get the um the Evans corn chips, the Evans corn chips, Evans hot corn chips. Yes, I used to buy those there all the time. Ninety nine cent for the big bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would get the pickle, the Holton uh, pickle, in the pack in the vacuum pack, the Holton pickles. Um, the Jays, um, salt and vinegar. Salt and uh, vinegar, yeah. Salt and sour back then. Salt and sour back then. I've always liked salt and sour chips. The Jays, salt and sour chips. Mm -hmm. The Laffy Taffy. The Laffy Taffy's. She put hashtag Laffy Taffy Man in there. Remember they were big. Yeah. They used to look like big ass now layers, but they used to look like big ass now layers. Yeah, put Laffy. Before they changed, before they made flat. And the Jolly Ranchers, the wine candy being the containers. Yeah, you get the. See, we go, we going back now. See, I'm going, I'm having, I'm having happy memories. I'm going back. You put a lot of money in your your family's pockets, man. <laughs> yeah. That was because like I can see it was like two blocks from our uh, grade school, from our grammar school. School, you stop by, grab a snack. Yeah. 
walk up and say, hey, I'm stuff over in Lowe's. Give me some snacks. Mm-hmm. That's what you would do. You get your snacks and oh. But yeah, I'm just I'm checking on my sister, just making sure she's good. So she's had a rough couple of weeks because she just got over um, uh, the Omicron. Yeah, she just got over that too. So to go from that to your pop stand is rough. Yeah, this has just been just a rough, uh, just, uh, this has just been extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. I just, this whole time, this whole pandemic, it's just, it just seems to be pouring. Like it's raining and it's just, it's like we're just pouring, pouring, pouring. It's like no, you know, like, can we, can we get some sun? Can we get a rainbow? Can we get some, you know, some happiness, some birds chirping? Can we get that? It's just incredibly sad. And then uh, mm-hmm. what we missed out on last week, like right after we got, we wrapped recording, uh, we found out that um, Mr. Bob Saget had died. Like, yeah, we had adapted like probably about an hour after we finished recording last week. He is literally, we had just finished it. And then I said, oh, Bob Saget. That's because I sent you the um, article. And I was like, what? I know you grew up a huge Full House fan. I was a huge Full House. And I liked America's Funniest Home Videos. That's the show I'm most known for. I wasn't a big Full House guy. but I I love Full House. AFV, America's Funniest Home Videos. That's what I know. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a heart, there's a heart. A hand to hold on to. Yeah, Yeah, I was a Full House nerd. I did watch Full House. I admit that. Erica. America, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and my my favorite is that it's not even Bob Saget. It's I am kidding. the shit on in Living Color. <laughs> At the time, they were like opposite of them. They came on at the same time, Sunday night, seven o'clock. So, so I think that's why they parodied them because that was their competition. They came on at opposite each other those shows. So they did that in Jim. Which yeah. is probably nothing like Bob Saget, but it was still funny nonetheless. It's like, like Jim Carrey's impression of Bob Saget. His uh, interpretation like of what he thought. Still... <laughs> that was his vision of what he thought um, that Bob Saget was like. <laughs> but if people knew like the real Bob, like Bob was nothing like Daddy Tanner. Daddy Tanner was very clean laced and he was tidy man. Like he always would be like, Let's keep the house clean. Michelle, go to your room. DJ, Stephanie, he was really, you know, like the, he was a typical TV dad. He was, but he was like dorky and he was so lovable because he was a sweet guy, but he was a little over compulsive with his cleaning and stuff, but he was a nice guy. He really liked Daddy Tanner. But then when you flip it, you see how Bob Saget was in his stand-up. Because I remember you put me on Bob Saget's stand-up. And you was like, he ain't nothing like that. He said, (laughs) because I didn't know that because, like, when we went and saw Half-Baked. Remember we saw Half-Baked movie? If you guys don't know, Half-Baked came out out in 97, starred Dave Chappelle. Um, Bob Saget had a brief cameo. Um, Everybody. Clarence Williams III. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mona from Half and Half. Um, there you go. I can't think of her name. Um, Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong was in the shit. Yes. Um, um which we call it? Uh, Guillermo Diaz yeah. was in it. Yeah. Um, Jim Brewer, who played the the crazy guy by Brian. Day. Brian. Oh, I love Brian. <laughs> I like Jay. One, Jim Brewer's a funny motherfucker. He's funny. He's hilarious. You stand up up to him. I just didn't know his name, but every time I see him, I just go, "It's Brian." I don't know his name. I just go, "It's Brian." When I see him. Oh, I wish McCall the one. Something about Mary. Seven minute abs. Seven. He was in it. He was another friend. (laughs) 
So um, what's the name? Snoop Dogg had a cameo in the movie. Oh yeah. Um, with John Stewart. John Stewart. We Bill on weed. On weed. <laughs> John Stewart. Janine Garofalo. Yeah. Um, well, you did my poem, and she was crazy as hell. <laughs> like, um, Willie Nelson and shit. Um, that's the old weed smoker. <laughs> the world's oldest smoker. <laughs> I really think it's something that Willie Nelson is going to live forever because of the weed, I think. Yeah. He's smoking that Cheech and Chong. <laughs> and, and they up there, too, Cheech and Chong. They, Tom they was in it. Tommy Chong was in it. Yeah, like I said, yeah, yeah. they still puffing, too, so it's something to that. And Chong are both still alive. They, I'm just saying. You puff weed, <laughs> hey, you live. You puff weed, you live. Shout out to DJ Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's all getting up there now, too? He getting older. <laughs> he getting older. But no, but um, my favorite, like, when I saw that in Half Baked, when you took me to Half Baked and we saw that. We saw it in the show. We saw it twice. We saw it. I mean, we, saw it. Dude, we liked it so much the first time, we went and saw it a second. We sat through it again. When Bob Saget said his line in the movie. Because we um, <laughs> all went to an AA meeting or some shit like yeah. Went to yeah, Nakar Nakarts Anonymous or whatever. He went for like an addiction because he was like, okay, I'm gonna yeah, kiss weed, and everybody's like, weed, really? everybody weed? Everybody was like, that's not a drug. Everybody <laughs> like, in the meeting got mad and was like, really? Like, and weed? what you and what you and what addiction meetings are supposed to be? It's supposed to be a safe space, so it's supposed to be no judgment. You're supposed to be able to go in and express your demons, like, hey. I was on these drugs. I stole money from my mom. I stole money from my brother. You're supposed to be able to share this and not be judged for it. But the fact that they judged him, it was like, we ain't no real drug. <laughs> it was like, get the fuck out of here, basically, to him. <laughs> and Bob Saget's character says that he used to suck dick for coke. He says that he, like, I used to have to have suck. You ever, have you ever sucked dick for weed? For coke? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever sucked dick for weed? Have you ever done that? Have you? Have you? Like the way he was like... <laughs> So when he said that, I was like, OMG. You had only seen him as, as Danny Tanner. <laughs> right, Tanner's. I only see him as Danny Tanner. And I think was Full House was, was probably still on the air during that time. So, so no, it was off. It was just a syndication. It was just syndication. It just went off there. I don't know what year that show went off there. Okay. <laughs> it went off like 95, I want to say, or 90. So like, that was like 97. So it was like not too long. A couple yeah. of years. So it had been a couple off years there. after, yeah. So it was just shocking well, to see him do that. It was still on at the same time. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you said, and when I said that, you was like, man, you was like, Bob Saget ain't nothing like, he was like, he was like, no, nah, he a funny dude. He was like, Bob Saget got that heat. He was like, Bob Saget's funny. He was like, don't let, don't sleep on Bob Saget. You remember you telling me that? Rested <laughs> to him. Was he 65? 65, so not, not yeah. even that old. They saying it was a heart attack is what it's looking like. Yeah, that's what it's looking like because they said it didn't look like any foul play. They said it looked like no drugs were involved. Nothing yeah, like that. He just done a show that night before. Yeah, he done a show. That's so crazy. And then he was like plugging the show he had that night. Like he was on Twitter. Yeah, like see you all tonight and um in Jacksonville or whatever he said. Or something. Yeah, he was so happy because he was like. I can't believe I did a two hour set. It feels good being on stage again. Like he was so happy because he had been, he was on, he was on a tour. So he was super happy to be back on the road on that's tour and everything. Like that's like the best place they love being is on stage. They love being on stage. Yeah. If you're a stand up comic, you love being on the stage. You love it. Even though he's like the acting is cool. Like, Hosting the um the show was cool, America's fun, but like being on stage was like being on stage because that energy that you just get from the crowd, that energy, that instant feedback. Well, you don't get like on other, yeah, you get that Mm -hmm. instant feedback from the crowd. Like most comedians say, like that's the place they rather they love it, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just found they found him in his hotel room because they said that his family when they called him and he didn't answer, 
the family asked security to go do a wellness check on him because they was like it wasn't like him to not answer calls like you know when they would call him water called him or something like that i want to say yeah and then they found him unresponsive and that's when he was pronounced and it it just really sad it's just awful that he you know and you Dave know, he had say that because I think Dave said that he didn't get to return a text from him. She said, "Yeah, oh, and that's regrets, yeah. and that's the thing that makes you like um, that's the thing that's going like that's going to sit with him forever, Dave, like right, like not too far before before he died, like right around there." And Dave didn't. Yeah, he tested him right before he died. He didn't get the text. Yeah, because Dave said that he just didn't see the test. Like he was just, you know, he just like sometimes we're busy and sometimes we just like you may look at like oh, so it's like, probably on tour himself right now, I believe right. Yeah. And here's what you may do: like you may look and have every intention, like, oh, okay, I'm gonna hit so and so back when I um when I get off. I'm gonna hit them right back when I get off stage. There's something else coming when you get off stage. Now you start doing something else, and you start, you know what I mean? You start doing other stuff, and you forget. But I mean, I know that he's hurting with that because it's like, you know, that was like the last time that you could have talked to like your friend, you know. So, I mean, I just feel really awful for like the whole situation for everybody involved. It's just. And I saw the uh, the tribute that uh, John Stamos gave to him. Like he, John Stamos gave a really nice tribute. Full house. Mm-hmm. And so did um, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier gave a nice one too. I hadn't seen like the girls yet. I didn't girls, see the girls. Like, yet. Twins or um, Candice Camp well, or um, Jody. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen the girls yet, but the, the guys champion. definitely. I forgot her name. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the guys definitely were hurting because like. As they said, they said that we actually became a family. Like it just wasn't. But like they actually I've, had. I've been on TV sets. Those are some long days. So a lot mm-hmm. of times, like you spend more time with them than you do with your real family. With your real family, they yeah. Your family, because mm-hmm. you with them like 12, 13, 14 hours a day. You with them longer mm-hmm. than you with your own family a lot of times. Yeah. And the interesting thing also is that Dave and and Bob were actually friends because, you know, they came up along the comedy circuit together. Like, they were up-and-coming comics together. So then when they got on Full House, and then when they met John, it was just kind of like, okay, are we going to mesh with John? And then they meshed with him. Like, even though they had knew each other prior to... He was from world. He wasn't from the comedy world. He was from a whole... Yeah, he was Blackie on... um. What show was that? Ryan, not Ryan's. It was no, one of those shows. No, I didn't watch none of that shit. It was one of those shows because I know his name was Blackie because mom kept on saying that's Blackie from whatever soap opera. And I'm like, who is she? Like, that's Blackie. Mom's like, no, hospital. that's Blackie. Yeah. I was just saying it was General Hospital. I just made that up. It like. was one of those shows. And my mom was like, he rode a motorcycle and he was like the kind of like the the bad, you know, like the, the bad boy motorcycle, that type of with the hair and all that. That's what his character was. But really sad, a really sad loss for um for the comedy world, for the TV sitcom world, for us. So I saw a post that somebody said, first we lost our grandmother, Betty White. Now we lose our father, Bob Saget. Like, and then our other grandfather, Sidney Portier. Like we look like our grandfather. So it's like OG. Yeah. And another legend we lost um which we didn't mention, um, but I mentioned now James and Tume. I don't know if you know. And Tume, yeah, yeah. From my, uh, you know very well. Yeah, for those that don't know, I gotta do it properly. Yeah, I gotta do it properly. For those that don't know, like in Tume, he wrote the. <laughs> you saw it right into singing. Y'all know that track. Yeah, the Juicy Fruit Juicy track. Fruit. Some of the most famous drums uh, ever. Yeah, that. 
And uh, if, you, if you don't know the original song, you definitely know the Biggie version. Yeah. Biggie <laughs> remade it in the 90s. <laughs> it was all a dream. It used to yeah, be word word magazine. Biggie if you don't know that, then you're just too damn young. <laughs> you don't know Biggie. Yeah, too late. You're just really young. Man. You're super young. Damn, <laughs> Too May was the front man from the group in Too May. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Too May. Because I saw that come up. I was like, oh, they passed away. And they also made um, You, Me, and um, He. That um, that's, they had mm-hmm. they had some hits, man. <laughs> yeah. Juicy fruit. I know I'd be listening to the groove. <laughs> Showing my age, I listen to the groove. <laughs> Chill, fifty or serious XM. He was seventy six years old. Uh, so yeah, he was seventy six. So I was like, we losing our legends, man. And that's the thing I keep on saying about what sucks about getting older. Like getting older is like, yeah, you you see so much life and you see so much evolution, but then. All your people that you grew up watching, that you watch every week. Like I said, I watched Full House every week when it was on there. I was a huge Full House fan. You know, I watched the Golden Girls with Mom. Like, I mean, I, I watched the City 48 movie. I watched the Uptown yeah, Saturday Night. Little Seymour and Big Percy. <laughs> I did watch um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Um, I think I watched it in the class. I think it may have been like when we won my race. I, I, I somehow remember watching that in class. Or something. I remember watching that. Saturday night last week. <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't stream it. I, I, I bought it on um, Amazon. Yeah, I bought it on Amazon. I might have to do that. I might have to buy it on Amazon. It, yeah. <laughs> I might have to do that. We need to build up our library anyway. <laughs> but yeah, just like I said, I always say that it just sucks getting older for that reason because when you see, you know, like parts of your childhood just like, just going were, away, um, but they were edgy for their for their era, for the eighties. They were edgy because in the Juicy Fruit record is a uh, I'll be your lollipop. You, pop, you can lick me everywhere. Like it sounds like tame now, but like forty years ago, that was very it's, edgy. That line it sounds tame next to hands on my knees. You can ask on my thighs. It sounds tame next to that, but or, Daria, or the wet ass pussy, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Meg the Stallion on <laughs> both sides. Guardian Meg and um all the <laughs> brides. It's like yeah, it's, um, it's tame now, but um you can lick me everywhere in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, that was uh yeah. and I was like, oh, as soon as you heard, started, I, 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 so I, heard, I heard Tom Joyner then play that on the radio. I'm like, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> <laughs> heard, I heard that on GCI back in the day. <laughs> well, for GCI, Tom Joyner. Tom Joyner. Oh, oh, oh. It's the Tom Joyner morning show. Well, my other yeah. guy, Doug Banks. <laughs> Juicy Fruit by Antume on the Doug Banks show. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> That's spot on. That's a spot on impression. That's be pretty good. Well, well I mean, you do, Doug. So, I mean, you we work with Doug. So, you that's a spot on. <laughs> I, I studied him before I met him. And then I worked with him when I got in it. Right. So. Yeah, he was he'd like, like eyes. Well, he'd be talking to your eyes. <laughs> like I imitated him. <laughs> but yes, I had to get those legends out. We lost, yeah. Said the last two we mentioned were Bob Saget and James and Tume. I had to mention those two. And uh, once again, um, 93rd Street legend Mayhouse Dad. Yes. Yeah, so okay, 2022. Let's 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 stop it for now. Let's let's pu- let's pump the brakes. Let's have some let's have some positive stuff. Only halfway through January. Come on, it's still very early. <laughs> still got a lot of year left. Like um, come on, come on. 
I think I am going to start doing the calendar thing, like how they did. <laughs> they haven't told you around now on the calendar for January. <laughs> they have there on the calendar. Yeah. Want to talk about Antonio Brown getting naked? Do you want to look? We, we didn't talk about him. <laughs> talk about Antonio, yeah. That's how you quit. <laughs> That's how you quit. <laughs> but it was an Antonio Brown from the uh, Buccaneers. Yeah, he um he had some heat he with his coach. He would, he um he got into it with his coach, and then that's why he did what he did. He was like, you know what? Yeah. But he released receipts now because now it's it's not looking like because people are trying to write him off as like acting out and acting crazy. But it's like he's like they knew that I wasn't right. They knew I was injured. And they was trying to force me to play, and I know my body. Mm-hmm. I ain't want to play in as an athlete. You do sometimes gotta take the. Mm-hmm. Take your because your body is how you make your money. Your body is your temple. Your body is everything to you. You get injured, and like we say, football contracts ain't guaranteed. Yep, like those are not fully guaranteed. So, like you get they're hurt, not. You get hurt. <laughs> yeah. And then and let's uh, be real. A lot of people are supporting. You might be you're supporting your mama, your cousin. You might be sending your sister to med school. You know, you you supporting a lot of people. A lot of these players are, and you get know, injured. My, you gotta have multiple baby mamas. You like sending that me. part, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a whole thing about really knowing when to sit out and listen to your body because as an athlete, your body is your bread is your bread and butter. That's how you make your money. So you want to make sure that. You're in tip top, you know, if you be like, hey, if I play on this leg or if I throw it, I get one more hit. Mm-hmm. I could be done. I ain't going. But he released a receipt showing that, yeah, like here's the text messages between. It's like, oh, so now it's getting <laughs> like, oh, it's getting juicy. OK, he got he got led to stand on. Like, it's not just I acted out because. You know, the thing is, like, if you act out insubordination, like, we know that insubordination at any job is insubordination. If you're insubordinate, I'm not doing this. You can't be a fool at work, basically. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that at work. You can't. But if you release, if you got receipts showing that, hey, I have an underlying thing and you're trying to force me, now that makes it a whole different scenario now. Mm. Looking back, you know, um, you're gonna appreciate this. You remember, I was just talking to our brother Kareem, like shout him out for mentioning this. Um, uh-huh. right before we sat down to record, he's like, um, you know, who back in the day said they were going out like that, <laughs> and he actually, and Antonio Brown actually did it. Remember, like Dennis Rodman said he was gonna end his career that way. He said. So I'm gonna strip naked and walk off the court naked like that. <laughs> I would have paid way to see that. <laughs> right. It, it never, I, yeah, everybody thought it never happened because like Dennis's career kind of just ended. But yeah, that'd have been okay. He's like Dennis was like, nobody has ever done that before. So that's how I want to end my career. <laughs> just like after the after the last game, just strip naked and like streak off the court. Like, like Dennis <laughs> said he was gonna end his career. Like, like so Dennis never, the to that. Like this is what Dennis Dennis, Dennis was like girlfriends. He never got a final episode. Basically, yeah. Dennis never got his final his last, episode. Um, Dennis's last days was sad to watch and shit when he was with the Mavericks. I don't know if you remember that shit. Like, like you Dennis the Mavericks? Rod- exactly. You don't even remember <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. He, he played with Dirk. Same Mavericks. He, he, with Dirk? He, he was teammates with Dirk. That's all we said. <laughs> Dirk played on the same team. It sounds made up, but that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis was on the map, and he was like, um, it was like he started. He was started having one of his episodes. So then Mark Cuban just cut him the next day, and that was the end of his career. That's how like Mark Cuban. He just 
I think Rodman, <laughs> like he sat out in the middle of the lane, like when um, because I guess he was protesting the foul they called it him, and while the um opponent was shooting a free throw, Rodman just sits down in the middle of the lane, like you know, like like you know, how the kid, the kid sit down, like yeah, <laughs> he just sat in the middle of the lane like that with his legs crossed and said, <laughs> and so then like Mark Cuban's okay, we got to get rid of this motherfucker. <laughs> they just cut him right after that, and then that was it for Rodman. Like he never played again. Dude. I didn't even know he played with them. You saw my shot. I thought he was with the Mavericks. Nobody like, with, the time with the Mavericks and the Lakers pretty much never counted. You probably forgot about that too when the Lakers like like those never happened. Like his 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 um glory days. I- I vaguely remember the Lakers. Vaguely, very, 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 very vaguely remember the Lakers. Vaguely. Most people know him either from the Bad Boys or the Bulls. Or the Bulls. I'm known from the Spurs. Like almost nobody knows him from. Yeah, because the Spurs thing is with did he have like a gun or something in the car. With the that Spurs? was um, what got him traded to the Spurs. Yeah, that's what I said. Did he have a gun? And that's what happened. I was outside the palace, and um, oh, that's what it was. Okay, I knew it was like a gun situation yeah, well, or something. Yeah, he was like he wrote about that in his book. Yeah, about um, he was suicidal. <laughs> he did write about that. Yeah. but he fell asleep though. That's the thing. So he did go and he had every intention of offering himself, but then he like fell asleep. And then the cops found him like in there with the gun and his lap. So that's for yeah. And then the pistons said, okay, we gotta get him out of here. We gotta get you out of here. The next day they traded him to San Antonio right after that shit. Mm-hmm. And then of course he didn't fit in. We know how the Spurs get down. So like that's how the Bulls got him for a bag of chips, basically. Shout out Will Purdue and shit. Yeah. Will Purdue. Now well, we back. love you on um now back with the Bulls. Yeah, shout out Will we Purdue. We love you on um the post game, on the pre-game and post game. Oh, we so we you like you on the post game and for and you're the reason we got rotten. So we like you for both of those because <laughs> without Purdue, he does do good on there. He does do good on the show. I like Will on there. That's the guy that got us Dennis Rodman. For those of the kids watching, the guy on the post game, he's the one that how he got Rodman on the Bulls back in the day. And when he talks about stuff, like he knows of what he speaks. Like I know a lot of like, like that's how we know it. How we say we're getting older because he's part of the first. That's how we always say we know. Like when people be talking about what is Stacey K? Stacey came won three rings with the Bulls. It's a thing like Stacey and um, Will Purdue. They were both pretty much bench warmers, but they were there. <laughs> they were there. They were there during that first one run. Yeah. The first repeat, yeah. They were there. 91, 92, 93, they was there. Yeah. They were definitely there. They both were part of uh, – Will Purdue even used to joke about it during the rallies. He was like, "Yeah, I had a hell of a seat for this um for this championship run." Yeah. He would talk. He would basically make fun of himself, like you watch some of those old rallies. He's like, "Yeah, you had a great seat for this championship game." He like, <laughs> he never played, so so he would make fun of himself. Like when they, you know, when they bring all the players up to like address the crowd, he'd be like, everybody "Yeah, I had, a, I, had, I had a seat in the house watching the game." Like everybody he, needs a hype man. So hey, <laughs> everybody needs a hype man. Best seat in the house watching the watching the Bulls win a championship. <laughs> joke about himself. <laughs> a great salary for it too. <laughs> making like because they said he was the original triple double. Remember, like people made fun. It was like yeah, it was like two points, two Zero rebounds, points. two million dollars, something like that. So you think he was getting like two million dollars a year for that shit? Basically, like he used to make we all triple that original Mister Triple Double. Where do two, I start? Points, two rebounds, two million dollars. <laughs> Like, where do I find up effort to do that job? Since we here, one of the we well, uh, yeah, for the young people who don't know. Since we here, we might as well go into basketball. Since we here right now, I know. Yeah. Let's do our injury report first. I got a couple of injuries to talk about. Yes, a couple of injuries. Uh. A couple of injuries. Uh, we'll start with our Bulls. Zach Levine. Um. He had a scary looking knee injury, but it turns out it was um his MRI was negative. So 
it wasn't as serious as originally thought. Yeah, they said it was just some swelling yeah. because we know that he's had um, an ACL tear and had that when we when the Bulls acquired him. Remember, yeah. he was like he was recovering from he missed like um pretty much his first season in Chicago mm-hmm. because of that knee injury. His second season. So the really reason. Yeah, yeah. So if you've ever had a serious injury like that, like obviously, like we don't even think about the injury because. When Zach can 360 dunk and still do all this amazing shit. He had a he had a knee. You forget that he injured his knee. Before even signing with Chicago, he had a knee injury. But maybe his body is saying, uh, pump it, pump it, pump the brace just a little bit. And Zach was smart for listening to his body because I was watching that game. Because like I was, I think I was doing I was like preparing dinner, I want to say. And then when I just happened to look up and I was like, I ain't seen it. I was like, what just happened? I was like, he just he did like a light pivot. Like nothing happened, and then he just checked himself out the game, and I was like, "What the hell?" I'm like, "No, I'm like, he did a pivot, and what happened?" I said, "Because usually when people do that, if you do if you do an injury and no one touches you, those are the scariest injury when no one touches you. Yes, um, you're scared you, as hell. Like your foot, you have an injury. Those are like the ones that you really worry about. You write about that. And he did a light pivot, and I was like. So I was sitting there. They was like, they kept on saying, no Bulls fans be optimistic. They're like, uh, he walked out without limping. It was just more of like he was erring on the side of caution. I was like, I want to hear the MRI. I want to hear the MRI. And then when they released the MRI. Saturday and they said there's um, no structural damage. It was damage. I think all Bulls fans, we did this. We know about that from Chicago going back 10 years. <laughs> Derek Rose. Exactly 10 years. It's 2012. Exactly. Oh, you, uh, you, just, you, you just gave me, I just. Yeah. Yeah, April 2012. We were watching that game. We were like... <laughs> holding on to his knee and down. He never got up. He had to be helped off the court. We all were like... This was my face watching it. Hear a pin dropping that United Center that day. <laughs> you know the United Center be loud. You can hear a pin drop after that shit, though. Yeah. And everybody was quiet when they were like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like... So then... Um, like I said, the MRI, the MRI looks good. Um, they said he's not expected to miss a lot of time, a few games here. Um, so this is like, this is uh, basically saying, hey, take these couple games. Now we lose. Now who gives a fuck? Bulls are still number one in the East. The lowest that they'll go is three, maybe four. They're not going to go out the top four. Who gives a fuck? If they right ship now, it's a, a battle between three teams in the East. Like, right, who gives a fuck if they go down a little bit? It's Bulls, Bucks, and um, Nets right now. That's the ones yeah. that are, like, battling out. Miami climbed a little bit. Miami, they started. Miami is lurking. Like I said, those they're lurking, yeah. Speaking of um, the Nets, yeah, they're dealing with their own injuries because um, Kevin Durant, MCL sprain, like, no timetable. Yeah. Turn as well. No structural damage. Four to six weeks. It was a sprain. Yeah. So They're saying four to six weeks. So yeah. So he's he miss some time. Another one. Yeah. It's that time of year when shit starts getting real. Yeah, because <laughs> we are we are exactly in the middle of the year because forty one games have passed. We are it's exactly in the point of the year. A halfway point. So it's a halfway point. All stars coming up next month. Mm-hmm. So all stars like kind of like we always call it all stars like spring break basically all for the star and uh and the trade deadline is around that time. Those mm-hmm. are like your um midpoints of the season where you get to the yeah, all star. So as you start building towards that, get get the injuries out the way now. Get the COVID. Get all that out the way now because April we're gonna need the whole team in April. Everybody should be back in healthy April. If you're gonna do stuff, do it now. Get back in April. 
do what you need to do now to get yourself rested because it's a long season. And once the playoffs start, everything slows down. Like all the stuff that you were able to run in regular season, you can't run in playoffs. You can't do it. It's just not the same. Yeah, They're going to trap you with a half. Okay, now, now I'm getting nerdy. Regular <laughs> season is only good for your, for your seating. So, like, you know where you're at. Like, yeah, number one seed, number two seed. That's all is good. But once yeah. the playoffs start, like, none of that shit matters. It's like, yeah, right. it's, only for, it's only good for your seeding. That's the only purpose of the record. And like we always say, like, uh, Popovich was always one of those teams that the Spurs, we can be an AC, we can eliminate this one. Spurs could always be that team. Like, back then, Spurs was always that. We get in the playoffs, we can eliminate anybody. Uh, the Rockets uh, with Hakeem and Drexler won a championship as a six seed. That's the only team that ever win that low. <laughs> they won. As a six seed. Yes, because <laughs> they were like an older team. Like, yeah, Hakeem, right? They had a lot of Everybody vets. bet them out. Everybody count them out. They had a lot of vets on that team. So, like, yeah. But um, come playoff time, they're like, we're ready. <laughs> we're ready, yeah. Because veterans them, know how to play. They beat them young boys that um, your team, the Orlando Magic, they beat Shaq. Yeah, they beat the shit out of Shaq and Penny. Vets schooled them young boys. Yeah. 3D, <laughs> beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Nick Anderson, yeah. They, Nick yeah. Anderson. See, we can't see. We, we name the whole team. Like, we out here naming teams. <laughs> Beat the crap out of them. Beat them. But it's like you have to know your sets. You have to run your sets and everything. Like, don't get caught playing one person's game. You play your game in the playoffs. You trap people in the half court. You set your defense. You do things like that. You ain't going to be doing all that running that, you know, that – that uh, all star weekend, I'm glad the Bulls are changing the narrative about um three point shooting. Mm-hmm. Like the Bulls, even though they're number one in the east, they like I think bottom five and like three pointers. So that shows you, mm-hmm. you can win without the three balls. <laughs> like, but the also interesting but, thing about them for them to be bottom yeah. five, but they're like number three in like percentage accuracy for three pointers. As far as like three pointers attempted, is what I'm saying. Attempted, they're like at the bottom, but they don't shoot that many threes. Like, yeah, but that's. But that's yeah. an interesting thing. Like what we said, and we're like, for them to be at the bottom for attempts, but they're still at the top for accuracy. Mm-hmm. That shows a lot. That shows that we're not just jacking up threes. Like if we do take a three, we take it like, okay, I'm going to take this three because I'm open. I think I'm going to make it. I'm going to take this because I'm, I'm not that's just going to pull it ball ball. It's just like teams got stupid when they saw the Warriors. Steph when you Curry. got Stephen Clay, you can shoot him. You got Stephen. Stephen Curry is an alien, guys. for one. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, you can shoot as many threes as you want. Right. Like that, but like. Draymond you, even shoots threes. Draymond can even hit the three. Yeah, like that's what the team, <laughs> and when Durant was there, he hit the three. It's like, Durant, yeah. uh, if a dollar can hit the three. Yeah, so um, <laughs> like everybody is going to be like those guys. Especially everybody ain't that team. The first two guys on name. It's like, not everybody's going to be there. So if you have play to your strengths. Everybody saw the Warriors winning championships by shooting the three. Said we gonna shoot the three. Like, no, you're not. Yeah, pull up at twenty, pull up at thirty five feet, and you shoot a, like you know that's gonna get you benched. Like I said, on a Tom Thibodeau thing, if you pull up at thirty five feet away from the rim and you miss everything, you can see it the next possession with eighteen seconds left on the shot clock. By the way, you can see it. Tim Tom is gonna take you out and say, "Have a seat there. Have a seat right there." You getting benched immediately. But back in my day, I'm going to be that old dude now. It's like um, the three was like um, that was the icing on your cake. That wasn't your cake. Mm-hmm. Three was the icing. Right. Yeah, like the packs in for three. Like, the three point was a good thing to have in your arsenal. Well, basically, most like a good... were, were mostly a mid-range. Like Mike and Scotty like, were mid-range guys. It's like my three point is my secret weapon. It was like that. Like I have a three-point shot. 
like that. Back in the day, teams played like mid range, or you played like um, you had a big man like back to the back shit, like a Shaq. Yeah, yeah dominating. Or you had, like somebody driving the lane, like yeah, like that's like the three ball was always like optional. <laughs> like, uh, then it became right. the game with the Warriors. The the game became the three ball. Everybody wanted to shoot threes at least for the Warriors, and then you just you don't like as people say with singers. You don't have the range. Like when people try to do Steph Curry, you don't got the range for that. You don't. I'm sorry to tell you that you don't have it. So don't pull up and try to do what he does. Play your game. I see. I've seen him shoot from the toe. I've seen Steph do like trick shots before the game starts, like you know, just to warm up the fans. And he shoots from the tunnel, basically, and he's made a three point from the tunnel. He can do shit like that because he's Steph freaking Curry. So don't try to play his game. But um, get well, uh, Zach Levine, of course. Get well, KD, because like I said, I'm a person. Even though like the Nets are a direct competition for us, because. Realistically, we are gonna have to see the Nets in the playoffs. Realistically, at some point, that might be an Eastern. That might be Eastern Conference Finals. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just playing. That might be. Might be EC up. I'm just saying. And I'm a it basketball fan, so I want to see. Um, I want to see the. I want to see the best. I want to see, see the Bulls at their best. Play the Nets at their best. At I'm their best, fan. right? And then we'll see who is the best. And we actually enjoy like the the <laughs> game, like why we do it. you don't want to just see like a, t- a team win by like forty every night. Like we actually, which is why yeah, I, I, like I wasn't a fan of that Warriors team with KD. Yeah, they beat the we shit out of forty us. every night. I don't. I want to see that. They shit. beat the yeah. shit out of us. Want to see like? I think honestly, what happened is is that after after Zach went down, they just. They just couldn't think about anything but Zach. I think everybody's mind just went out of it because I think the Warriors oh, still would beat them, but they would not be in them by 40. The Bulls are a better team than that. They would not have won by 40. But once they saw Zach go out, I think everybody's – because they just looked out of sync the whole rest of the game. They just was looking like – like they looked lost because they were – you see your brother go out the game, you're worried about your brother. So well, you're not thinking about, like, okay – thinking about the game. Barring some dumb shit, your NBA champion will be the BX head. Bulls, Bucks, Nets, Warriors, Suns, Jazz. Like one of those six teams will be an NBA team. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm call I'm calling it now. Barring some crazy shit that happens, like one of those six teams yeah. NBA champion for twenty. Those are the six best teams in the NBA. And have been the six best for a while. And have been the six best consistently. Wow, now, yeah. So that's one of those would be say Barnes. I don't think that they're just Barnes some weird I don't think that where like an upset happens. Like that's one of those. Is gonna be I don't bad. think that any of these teams are just peaking. I don't think that any of these teams are just play are just um regular season teams. I don't think they are. I don't think that they are. Honestly, I can honestly say that. And then we also had like a minor stuff. Uh, which McCall is out again. Which McCall is out. Lonzo Ball is out. He has some knee soreness. Story, so. you know, he's, um, they said with some knee soreness. So hopefully, like we said, like you don't have to be Superman. Like that's why we have a team. Like if we lose a few games here or there, it's okay. We have a whole team. It's okay. Get some rest. Like nah, I'm worried about his like health. So like he's been um, like DeRozan. If you need to take some, um, if you need to take some mental health days, DeRozan. Like I would, I would let DeRozan. I would do some low management with him too. I know he's a competitor, but I would be like DeRozan. We need you. We need you to sit out. You can sit out. I'm worried days. about right now because he's missed quite a bit of time. I'm he's still in COVID protocol. They said. I'm still a little worried about Cruz. So. But they said he should be back by when they said he should be back Wednesday for uh the Cavaliers. I, 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 want, I hope he's healthy. Because I see yeah. the last time he came back, he got hurt again. I want him to get healthy because that's a guy you're definitely going to need. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was McCall not sounded funny, but I think that COVID actually helped him out because, like, now it's like it forced him to sit down because, like, sometimes 
Like we always said, these guys are fierce competitors. So it's like, yeah, my, my ankle hurts a little bit, but I can go. No, you need to rest. No, <laughs> rest. <laughs> my ankle, my ankle. Cool. No, <laughs> just rest your ankle. You're good. Just rest. We gonna need you in the long run. Just rest. So COVID forced you to sit down. It's like, okay, you can't go out. You can't do anything. So COVID forced you to sit down. So, yeah. But we'll see what. Let's talk. We'll see what comes about our play, our um, our basketball. Like you said, like we're going to see what comes about it. So, yeah. Want to talk about these couples going on right now? <laughs> yeah. couples. What couples? I got some couples. Let's um start with this one. Yeah. Why? What couple would that be? I got some couples to talk about. What couple would that be? Jason. Yeah. Bonet. Announcing they are divorcing, so no more Aquaman and Denise Huxtable. It's Splitsville for those who have. <laughs> and they talk. They were such a good-looking couple. Even though they were together, they were together like damn near twenty years. They only been married four years. That I didn't know. I thought they were married yeah. like years ago. Yeah, I didn't know they just got married like a few. Yeah, years. Because like because he always referred to her as his wife, even well, years and years ago. Like, 15 years like i thought they had been married but they weren't married until like recently they had like two kids like before all of that yeah a daughter and a son they got married mm-hmm. they got married four years ago because mm-hmm. they had their kids in 2007 and 8 because i know they're back-to-back kids i think they have them in 07 and 08 i think so yeah they got two children um i mean i like them as a couple because i thought that they were you know, I thought they were a cute couple. I thought they were. It seemed like they were um making it work, but and it seemed it like seemed they, like they matched well together. Well, they both kind of weird. It seemed like they were a good. Because it seemed like he has like the quirky personality too. It seems like, but it's like they now as you looking back, they point like they, they said it was cracks in the foundation when you they look. I'm at like. Because the thing, I'm like, when he said that he uh, told her, uh, he was like, uh, when he saw her on TV as a little boy, he was like eight the first time he saw her on the Cosby show. And then he said to his mommy, mommy, I want that one. Because like, he was just like so captivated. Because Denise, like, well, Lisa is a very beautiful woman. She is. She's very beautiful. So, like, I mean, Lisa was a lot. I, I mean, she was an early crush of yours. She was a lot of guys early crushes. She was. Lisa was a crush that a lot of guys had. So... It's like when he finally did meet her and he shot his shot. Okay. But then he said that he said prior to him, she was that he said that he said that um he told his mom he was gonna like stalk her until he met her. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's, that sounds a little <laughs> I mean was he gonna do hide underwater and watch her? <laughs> I mean, it's like watching from a submarine and shit. <laughs> I mean, is it cute to like be like, okay, your childhood crush, like, like one of your early childhood crushes was like Janet Jackson. So if you said that you were going to marry Janet Jackson and you actually married Janet Jackson, you know, it would be like, you know, well, if you marry Janet Jackson, I'm getting tickets to the concert, man. <laughs> I'm using my game. I'm getting tickets. I went. <laughs> Now it has a new documentary that's coming out too. I'm gonna watch. I know. I'm gonna watch it. I think the 31st or something is coming out in a few weeks. The 28th, so. yeah, I think 28th it comes out. Yeah, end of the month. Yep. So I'm gonna be watching it. But uh, he's close to the 20 year anniversary of Nipplegate. That was 04, so it was like 18 years ago. That time went by fast. That was 18 years. But he said he was going to be a creeping stalker. Oh, what a and then, 
And then, um, and then people talked about, they said that possibly the age gap may have been a factor, may have played in because she is 12 years older than him. And as guys, like, um, it, it affects you. Yeah. Cause, um, he's like entering the prime of his life. She's probably, um, I'm already out of her power exiting is like, he's like just entering this prime. Like for the, mm-hmm. that, um, the age makes a difference. Like the older you get, especially he's 42, she's 54. So but yeah, he's in his prime right now. Whereas like at 54, that's either the back end or already out of it. I don't know what that still be, per- but like mm-hmm. yeah, 42 is definitely being you're in your prime. So right. they were saying that, yeah, that that may have played a factor in there is um, the age gap may have played a factor. There's all kinds of mystery women we're seeing Aquaman. With. Yeah, when, we, cause when I saw that picture of him with that lady, like back, what was that back in like July or something or? Uh, it was like in the summer. He was like barefoot somewhere. He was like walking with some woman. He was outside barefoot. I was like, what's going on? That woman is not your wife. Like, I was like, who is that lady? Like, Harpo, who is this woman? I was like, who is that? Like, that ain't your wife. Like, who is this woman that you were walking with? And after that, Lisa became that um, lock and key type of chick. Like, if Jason was out somewhere, she would make him FaceTime or like show him who was in the room with that kind. And she and like, they're on a marriage like that. And that's a thing that I never want to be. As somebody who is married, like, like I've been with Marcus. This is what year? 13? Yeah, we've been together 13 years. So we've been together a long time. We've been together 13 years. We've been married. It'd be nine years that we've been married this year. So we've been together for a long time. But it's like, I never want to be in a relationship like that. Like, I, obviously, the goal is you want to do death to you part. Like, no one wants to get divorced. Who wants to get divorced? No one wants to get divorced. However, staying in a marriage that isn't working at the relationship, like you guys are on different pages, you shouldn't stay in a loveless marriage either. But it's like your sanity is worth a lot more. You don't want to be in a marriage where it's like, I'm not going to Jackie Christie. I'm not stalking you. I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm just not. I'm not doing that. I'm not. No. I can't be in the I'm not FaceTiming you to show you, you who's in the room. Like, okay, like show me a whole hotel. Yeah. Can we walk around the whole room so I can see nobody is you ain't, there? You ain't got look under the bed because it could be in the bed. Look in the closet. Yeah. Like, what? I'm not doing that. I'm we, not doing that. We are, Kelly. You're going to check the behind the dresser. Look under the bed. He checked under the bed. Look under the bed. In the closet. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you were married to R. Kelly, that's the least of your problems. <laughs> I'm not even touching that with Tampa Pony. Not touching that. I don't even know what hog time means and shit. <laughs> but I mean, like that's it's not worth it to me to like be like, who is that? And then you're like checking everything, like you have to follow and like like you're keeping somebody like they like basically they said he had a curfew like he had a curfew with her yeah, he had a curfew and he had to facetime her like throughout the day to show her that you grown like while <laughs> while you don't have a curfew per se when you're married it's about respect they obviously if you're a married person you can't you can't go out and stay out till like eight o'clock in the morning just come back and if he wasn't working a night shift and you come back like hey honey you can't do that to your wife or your husband. No married person can do that. Especially don't let your homies get you in trouble like that because he's trying to avoid his bride. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't you do that, do, honey. Right. Don't you can't do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> you can't do that. But 
But you know, I say it's about a common courtesy. But like I said, if you're going out to a party, you're hanging out with friends, and if you hang out like two, three in the morning, you come home, okay. Okay, but I say like coming in like and the sun's already up and kids are getting ready for school. You can't do that. Obviously, you can't. You know, you can't. But I mean, it's not about a thing about that you have a curfew, but it's respect. But that's that's why when I saw that the curfew thing and I'm like the FaceTime and I'm like, yeah, he probably was like, I can't do this. <laughs> like I can't do this. And then with him, like when they first got together, obviously he was an up and coming actor. But now he's freaking Aquaman. The A-list now, yeah. He's Aquaman. Yeah, he's A-list. Yeah. So it's like women we know are. I'm sure, like I said, I, I saw my post on on Facebook. Like, okay, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna slide in his DM now. I saw that. I saw already saw the thirst for people saying I'm sliding in his DM. And then I saw the meme that said, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you have zero chance with Jason Momoa. <laughs> I don't know who needs it. Hey. I'm not trying to be. A, I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, but you have zero chance. I agree. Find the fucking um <laughs> gif of him like with the fucking she flips the chair and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna post that in that for you. Yeah, you have no <laughs> But he has the y'all know a little fold away to the picnic chairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, has he, a little, uh, he was like flips the chair with one he's hand on the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll find that gif <laughs> of Aquaman flicking the chair. I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree, but it's like, my thing is that I hope that, like I said, because their children are still minors, their kids, so, like, be, like, let it be an amicable split, let it be like, okay, we were both on two different pages, you were here, I was here. I'm successfully co-parent, even though. Let let it be a successful co-parenting, because. We see that she successfully co-parented with Lenny Kravitz yeah, because they, are, they actually like they like best friends. Like yeah, her and Lenny. And they actually co-parented well with their daughter. Yeah, and even to this day, the two of them are like very close. Like yeah, they're they, good. Fr- and even like he was good friends with uh yeah, with Lenny. Um, Lenny, yeah, like when uh, he started when him and Lisa got together, he got to know Lenny too. Yeah, and he got became like good friends. Like you would see them like out like having like a beer. It's like okay, <laughs> like all right, <laughs> do you? like that but like it's always about the children you got small children you got minor children under eight under 18 you gotta be able to co-parent with your baby mama ex-wife baby daddy ex-husband whatever you got to because you don't want to be a hot mess you don't we'll talk about the other couple of the day yeah Engage now, MGK and Megan Fox. There we go. <laughs> and then we drank each what? And drank each other's blood, so they got weird and shit. Because <laughs> like they posted the things, and then uh, Megan Fox is when it got weird and shit. I'm gonna look at that right now because they both posted on their social media, like she said yes, or they they doing the whole Wiz Khalifa thing with the tongue too, <laughs> and mother. <laughs> and then Megan Fox posted on her shit, and then we drank. Here it is, right here, <laughs> from Megan Fox's Instagram. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's the last time we sat under the barnyard tree. We asked for magic. We're oblivious to the pain. We're faced together in such a short time for any period of time. Unaware of the work and sacrifice the relationship will require from both of us, but the intoxicated off of love, but then the karma, somehow a year and a half later, having walked through hell together and having laughed more than ever imagined, he asked me to marry him. And just as in every lifetime before this one, as in every time I'm going to follow it, I said yes. 
And then we drank each other's blood. So it went from all of this, and then it just got weird out of nowhere. (laughs) You know who else drank blood? Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob. And we see how that turned out. Don't drink your don't drink your man's blood. Don't drink your lady's blood. They don't like drink blood. They did a lot of that. They the tongue shit too late. A lot of those couples. Like you, and all you're that. not. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The couples that do that they... is like Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose, and then Billy Kanye Bell. and Amber Rose did first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the tongue shit does like most of those relationships seems to end for some reason. So hopefully, because it's hopefully like MGK and Megan Fox make it work. <laughs> it's like because it's like you're performing for people. It's like haven't you noticed that the relation? The people who stay married for 40 years, you'll see them walk a red carpet. They take a picture. They do ting, ting, ting. But then they be like Denzel and his wife. They've been married like 40 years. Oh, man. out there being extra. Vance and Angela Bassett, they've been together for like, like 25, 30 years, however. Yeah. They've been together for a minute. Since the 90s. Yeah. Which would cost Sam Jackson and his wife. Mm-hmm. Like the couples who be like the long term, like who you know, they be like, yeah, like uh, everybody knows I'm obviously married. That's how they be that. Everybody knows I have a wife. Or everybody knows I have a husband. And we walk our red carpets together. We take some nice pictures together, but we ain't out there being and his wife. Yeah. Hectic. We ain't out there doing. Like, no, nah, like the blood thing that 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 threw me. I knew they got engaged. But I didn't know about the blood. That's weird as hell. Okay, it just got weird out of nowhere. So yeah, look at the happy couple. It feels it feels a lot like Angelina and Billy Bob. It feels a lot like that it's to kind me. Kind of a whirlwind like theirs was too. Like yeah, because Billy Bob was actually engaged like to what was her name? Lorna Dern, I think was her name. And Megan Fox was married to Brian Austin Green when she started messing with MGK. So yeah, like, she was still married to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, with the Billy Bob situation, it's like he had went to go do a movie, and that's how he met Angelina Jolie. Well, Angelina meets guys on, well, okay. <laughs> she meets guys on movies that are involved in. Miss yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened. He married a movie, and that's what the lady said that uh, was engaged to Billy Bob. She said, my uh, fiance went to go and do a movie, and then he just never came back. Basically, that's what happened. Like, damn. Like he went on his movie saying and he met this broad basically and just never hey, he put your mother on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never coming home. Click. That shit. <laughs> Billy Bob basically. <laughs> basically, that's what happened. She had to basically read about it and thing. Like, that sucks. Like, you know, you engaged with somebody. Well, let's run, let's run it back. They said that's what happened with the Aquaman. Because Jason Momay before Lisa, he was engaged was to another actor. Another chick. I think um and I think it was like messy. I think he was still engaged to her. He was, like I said, uh, I forgot her name now, but she was an actress and um, she was engaged to him. He met Lisa through mutual friends. Like they were at a bar or whatever. They were at a park right. restaurant. Whatever. As you mentioned earlier, Lisa was the dream girl. So like, yeah, he's like, uh-oh, but now I'm engaged to this other broad. I done met my dream girl. It's like, what do I do? It's like, hey, yeah. And he said, yeah. entanglement. <laughs> entanglement mm-hmm. and entanglement <laughs> no but that's what happened because uh his uh and then his ex-fiance said that like you know he never uh he never really broke his engagement to her it's just like they still had their wedding they, they were supposed to get married he started messing with lisa in like 2004 they were supposed to get married in 2006 and then him and lisa had their kid in 2007 so it was like he just never caught off his engagement basically <laughs> so that I ain't never coming home either. Everybody did this Sunday. I mean, it's just, it gets to be messy. It does. That type of shit is messy. 
And these relationships. That's what I said. Like, let's start that for 2022. Instead of stringing people and your relationships with yeah, Don't hold people yeah, in limbo. Kanye, you know, he's still married. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, and speaking of them, well, did, you see the, did you see the messy shit with that? Well, I mentioned it. First of all, um, well, I get like he, he bought a house right across from her, like first, but um, it's weird. But um, if he's like one of Sabina's kids, like I, I'll allow it. It's like if that's the reason why he bought it, because like it's like they say he did. Is when I saw the story, it's like Kanye Bryant's house kids, directly across from. What were they doing? On, what were they doing on Facebook a little while ago? The red flag. I started seeing red flags. Like I don't want an ex-husband living across the street from me. I get that we're co-parenting kids. We can live in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles is big enough where you can live in the same neighborhood, but directly across the street. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the, a little that's a little right, much. Like one right there. <laughs> that's a little much right there. I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's a red. Kim and Kanye best because it's in it's on TMZ as well. I saw it. Yeah. See. But when I saw that messy story, so Kim and Kanye have four children, uh-huh. all minor age, obviously. They have minor age children with North. Be in the north is what, like maybe nine on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. She's about nine, like eight or nine. I know that like, she's getting close to double digits. Mm-hmm. And they have a child, Chicago West, a little girl. She looks just like him. She's so cute. Um, she just turned four. I remember she was born at the beginning of 2018. Yes. So she just turned four. And Kim was having a birthday party uh for her. And Kanye it. went live. And as you always say, when Kanye puts, when you put a mic in front of Kanye, He's interesting one, shit happens. One of the most fascinating dudes. Like, interesting things happen when he opens his mouth. It's just, it's, it's always, you know, it's always going to be epic when Kanye talks it. Because Kanye, as we discover things as we get older, because Kanye in his, is in his mid forties now, and I've discovered that when you get over forty, your filter starts to fade. When you get over, it's just something that naturally how you start that your filter starts to fade. And as you get older, old people like zero fucks given. They have zero, like our mom has a zero, zero filter. Our mom has no filter. A uh, zero filter. My mom, shit, my mom, shut up and tell us that. Stop that. Stop like, back in the day when we were little, our mother was back then, like back in the day, like you get old, you just don't give a fuck. Yeah, grandma was off the chain. <laughs> She was grandpa was off the chain with her. So like Kanye knows so you just you stop giving a shit about stuff when you get older. But so what happened with him is that he just basically started a live post that showed that he was locked out of his child's party. I got the story. And I was I like, what did he do? I got the story. I got that story for you. Like, what is he? Because like, I thought that it was good between them. I thought it was an amicable thing. Blocky from seeing my kids because Pete Davidson was in, was in the house. He in the house. There we go. Too soon. Allegedly, it said like, like Pete Davidson was at the party. Pete Davidson denied. He said he's never even been to Kim's house. He said he wasn't there. Kanye said that he, he was blocked from um, according to Hollywood unlocked. He was going to see his kids because Pete Davidson was inside of the house. So, what Kanye is saying? But I'm gonna find this Pete Davidson story, which I also people that no, I've never even been there before. So, yeah, because he said he's never been there. But they would not give the address of the location. And the reason how Kanye said he got the address because he said he tried to ask everyone 
even Tristan, and no one would give it to him. But he said Travis did give him the address. But he thinks Travis. I've that story. Sorry, I don't know. He said that Pete said he's never been to camp. Yeah, she's never he's never been there. The camps out here. Said playing playing while we're invented at what kind of shoes, but says neither Pete. Yeah, yeah, other Pete was not there. Yeah, nor nor was Kim. She wasn't even there. So that's crazy. Crazy. Kim wasn't even at this alleged right. You know, you know. It's just getting messy. So my thing is with kids, it's like you have to you have to put your differences aside when you have kids in the middle. You have to. If you divorced and you happen to have children, young children, you have to put that aside. Put it aside. Do what's best for you and the kids. Do what's best for the kids. And they got four of them, so, so they get together. <laughs> that was a hot mess. Yeah. And he was on the live talking about they locked me out and I'm asking them for the address. No one's giving me the address. I just want to see my child. And then he kept on mentioning that how much money he has. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I pictured on um, baby boy when Jody was outside of me. That's that's a preference for me. You said who? I want to see my son. A baby boy when Jody Jody was outside of the vet's apartment. She should let him in. That's what I picture. I want my daddy. I want to see my son. See my son. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was a hot mess. 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 Yeah, that was your Uber is your designated driver. You can just get an Uber nowadays. Now you just do it now. You just do it now. So give her some community service. Let her serve the people. Let her do something constructive, I say. Uh, I'm just saying she didn't have a DUI when she was with comp, but we ain't had no. <laughs> Don't let that man in your head, lady. <laughs> Ladies, we have to stop doing that. <laughs> Oh, wrapped this up at another damn podcast 242 appreciate you supporting the podcast you want, you want to support further you to, to do give us a like that's it <laughs> also subscribe share rate review on flat platforms tumble apple podcast spotify tune in Sound iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey. YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices. Also, follow me at Ozmission on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know who. And you can check me out, MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, SDR8GULOEY1 on Twitter, SDR8GULOEY7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. 
Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your blogs and for your video production needs. Check out straightgully.com. How much, man? The Wizard? And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm going to...